This is Liv. And this is Mel. And welcome to another episode of Schooled, the Love Love Edition. So today we're going to talk about love, all things love, love in this club, in this club, in this club, want to make up. (laughs) Except it's in the school, it's not in the club. Um, I sure don't get us. We didn't. Yeah. yeah. Don't I'm, I'm not in love. In, don't sue in us for school. copywriting or anything. Yeah, please don't. Because um, got, we ain't got no money. We teach school. Pretty much. Um, so. That's how that goes. Yeah. Um, you want to start? I guess let's just go ahead and get into I it. I feel like all my stories are going to be. Crazy. I, so I, I haven't been in any relationships with my coworkers <laughs> at school. Oh, well, no, I have have not. However, my first year of teaching, there were some guys that were interested in me that worked with me. I had, um, like, the custodian was interested in me. Oh, that's the custodian. It was. It I was, feel like the custodian. Never mind. I'm just gonna not say anything. It was just weird though because he was cool. He was young. We we're about the same age. Okay. And um, he was cleaning my classroom and he would talk and I didn't think nothing of it because I really wasn't looking for nobody. Because I guess I'm thinking about our custodians and they're and they're all weird. Older. Yeah, they're weird and old. <laughs> now the custodians in my last school they were definitely definitely different characters, but he was cool. Um, and then one day he left his number in my purse. Like, okay. I left my purse just sitting wait, out. Wait, sir. And he, like, no. he wrote down his number and dropped it in. I was like, this is weird. But it, it was kind of cute. But it was kind of mm, weird. It's... I was definitely 22, so. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> 22, that's cute. But I guess me, I would have been like, okay, does he go in my purse often? <laughs> no, I had it open. And hindsight, of course, it's 2020, so I'm like, why would I leave my purse open? Because you were 22. I was 22. I was just going to blame everything. I was 22. Yeah, he just dropped his number in there. And we would converse through text every now and then. And people would try to pick up on stuff. And I was the only black teacher on the hallway. He was like a custodian. Not saying he was automatically black, but he was also black. And... (laughs) (laughs) and so i just feel like if you're young and single and black people are gonna try to put you with every other young single black person anybody else that's young single and black or latino yeah um, just anybody so they were automatically saying oh y'all are talking y'all are dating that's your boyfriend we know it's not and then there was a coach there we kind of flirted back and forth, but it wasn't nothing. So oh, I wasn't man. talking to anybody. I was single, so if you feel the type of way, babe, don't listen. <laughs> Please don't feel some type of way. Um, but I guess for like that's never, never happened to me. Like, oh gosh, I got to be careful. Um, <laughs> I guess the best way to discuss, I guess, my experiences with love (laughs) in the school is like 
from my first year on, like, there are a lot of older men where I work. Like, young men are just few and far between. And to be honest, like, the young men that are at my school, like, I wouldn't want them. Like, yeah. just because. And it's not because there's anything wrong with them. They're just not. I would never want to date anybody that I work with. Me either. Like, that just does not interest me at all. So, I don't even look at you like that because you work with me. So, it's like, you're automatically, like, asexual to me because you work with me. Um, so it's just like you know like no thanks um but a lot of the older men at my job have said very like inter- oh my god yes, yes, yes like I remember my first year the custodian on my hallway he's um Latino and he thought I was Latino as well and so he would come in my room speaking Spanish to me and would, like, leave me menus to different, like, restaurants and ask <laughs> if I ever wanted him to get me lunch. That's so awkward. And, but what? It flipped and changed as soon as I told him I didn't know Spanish. <laughs> like, I no more got invitation to for lunch, nothing. But people would joke and be like, oh, okay, let's hear you know, like Latin love, and I'll just be like, wait, hold on. You probably Pause. started by saying hola or something. I definitely <laughs> didn't. <laughs> he started walking yeah, in classroom. Right. No, I You're didn't. Like, hola. He said, oh. She said, hola, como that? <laughs> no, that he didn't said, happen. Oh, mamacita. Oh, no. That never <laughs> happened. But, um, and then, like, I had an assistant principal once upon a time. Who doesn't work in my school anymore? Who called me voluptuous once? And I was like, I should definitely go to HR. Mm -mm. Um, Because it was crazy. Because he was like, Yeah, I'm sure like a voluptuous woman like yourself. That's so awkward. You know, like, and I was just like looking at my work bestie because I, I never leave out of my classroom, number one. Like, it's rare. And so, um, I had went with her to the cafeteria because she needed a fork. Trying to be a good friend, cause I love her. Um, and so I'm walking with her to the cafeteria, and he didn't call me voluptuous, and I'm looking at her like, help me, like, cause it's, it's so like, weird. what? How do you get out of the conversation then? Like, what do you, you do? Do you just walk away? Um, and then like, I had the band director like slid me a note once. Like, and asked me if I ever wanted to go get ice cream with him my very first year there. Oh, and my god! And let me give you, like, context. I was 22, all right? He's all of, like, 47. So, <laughs> like, it was very creepy. And, like, I don't even think I wrote him back. I think I just threw it away. I did some light-skinned chick type stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I pulled a light-skinned move just because, like, I was like, ew, like, his nails were dirty. It was gross. <laughs> His nails are dirty. I remember. So, like, romance at work for me has always been gross. Um, Yeah, I don't believe. Literally and figuratively. I just don't believe in being Mm -hmm. in romantic relationships with the people that you work with. I don't either. And in the words of my dad, like, you don't shit where you eat. Excuse my French. Yeah. (laughs) You don't. mm -mm. And it gets really messy really quickly. It does. It's like. Okay, number one, it's like, it's hard for y'all to keep it a secret because y'all always smiling at each other's face or holding each other's eye contact. Yeah. Long. So everybody notices. Because, like, I've had people tell me, like, don't tell anybody, but, uh, you know, me and such a talk. And I'm like, but everybody knows. Like, it's like that John Legend song. Everybody knows, but <laughs> nobody really knows. Because everybody already, like, speculates because you guys are saving each other's seats and, like. 
It's just uh, especially if you're like me. If you're younger, like I just don't talk to people, period. Because I don't want you to think past like a hello, good morning, how are you? I don't want anybody to think that I'm messing with anybody because mm-hmm. I don't want them to come at my professional integrity. Um, so therefore, I just don't do that. I don't either. And some people try to say like, "Oh, you're a prude," or try to insinuate that no. I'm a prude. No, but that's nothing to do with being prudish. It's called professionalism. Mm-hmm. I don't believe. And in I guess that comes that. into that whole debate about like what is professionalism for some people. So, because I'm sure there's somebody out there listening now, like, "Oh, so you calling me unprofessional because I work with my baby daddy?" Yeah. Lucky I am. (laughs) Just because, like, I don't know, like, in the workplace, I I mean, we all know those teachers who, like, got married or whatever, but it's still weird. I mean, there are over 100 and something schools in this particular school district. So why can't you find another place? Why can't you find somewhere else to work? Yeah. Now I understand mine is very small. But to meet at work. But it's still eight other schools you can yeah, work at. To meet at work is a little bit much because, like, there have been. It's just. You give fuel to this rumor mill because there have been some rumors around my school about people and things that happen in certain places that appear Hold to up. be true. Places as in, like, in the building? Yes, in the building. Oh, my God. That appeared to be true because it's like when you, like, look around, you're like, oh, that person does go there every day at 3 o'clock. And guess what? So does she. (laughs) I'm not saying they're doing anything inappropriate. But you, you leave room for that speculation. And it's so crazy to me, like. Just because. And it's like low key. Oh, gosh. This is going to sound bad. Go ahead and say it. But I mean it. As a woman. All right. <laughs> as a woman. Ain't I a woman? It, ain't I a woman? <laughs> as a woman who is a teacher, right, we don't make a whole lot of money. We don't. So for me, and, and I don't know if this is true for everyone, and I'm, I ain't saying she a gold digger. <laughs> I'm just saying that... If I'm looking for a man, I'm not going to look for someone who makes the same thing I make. No. It has the same things I have. Or less. Because they're in that building. Yeah. And honestly, all the men that I have heard or seen people messing with, and I got to tell you about this really awkward thing that I noticed. It was so awkward. Mm. But, um, like, they're all like... Like part time, like, and I'm like, so you make it half of what I make, like, why you don't you, you don't know? Is it that? But is it that good though? Where you're like, okay, it might be. She might be okay. We are in 2017. Women really don't. Let me. I'm old school. Let me not generalize. But I mean, some women don't care. Some women don't because I just they don't mind taking care of a man. But I know for me in my house, (laughs) for me in my house. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, can, I will if I have to, but And I it's also not understand where people, you know, are going to school and, like, you know, getting themselves together. So, I, I understand that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm talking about grown people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s doing these things. I'm not talking about people not who 60s, are still... Though. 60s, though. 60s, why you need to leave the school building. No, just kidding. If you're no, she was. Teaching. <laughs> <laughs> I just had this... <laughs> I just had 
just talked with my mom the other day about baby boomers and how they need to make room for millennials. But in every sphere, like yeah. nobody can get a promotion because y'all still there, holding up progress. <laughs> just kidding. We love you. Love you, mom and dad. If you listen, look, my and mom other doesn't people work. In my and my dad and is retired early. Um, so yeah, we change. love y'all too. Um, we're just saying make room. Make room. <laughs> like spread the love. Right. Like y'all keep climbing. Like <laughs> Meanwhile. So we gotta go from like part-time assistant to right. executive assistant. <laughs> classroom to classroom. Yeah. You can't move up. We can't move up. We can't ever be a coach. Mm-mm. Well, I am a coach now. But I had to leave. <laughs> right. You <laughs> had to that. leave your father's house. Yeah. To do so. I but know. um let me tell you about this awkward situation. <laughs> okay, so there was this person at my job who no longer works with me, so I feel like I can speak freely um, about this person without using their name and so on and so forth. Um, but anywho, she no longer works with us, but we had this nickname for her, a friend of mine and I. We called her Lady Eloise, so if you had seen Boomerang... She sounds You know who Lady Eloise was. She was a cougar. Um, And if you haven't seen Boomerang, it is Boomerang. Yeah, if you haven't seen Boomerang, please go watch it so you can see the extent of Lady Eloise because this was exactly who this person was. Like every man in the building, it was like hair toss and, you know, like twirling it around her finger and rubbing their arms. I gotta um, Google it. You know, like, you know. Rubbing their oh, chest. Oh, and like, I didn't know that was her name. Yes, I've seen that movie forever. Oh, my gosh. I don't have any panties on. That's Lady Eloise. This was that lady. And she would always talk about her figure. And, you know, I always have to. And she wore the tightest dresses. And she was all of, like, 52. And so it was very awkward because she would, like, she had no shame. She didn't care how old they were. That's so She nasty. did not care. So even a baby's fresh out of college. Yes. Still, that's so nasty. Yes, she was. And it would be very awkward. So one day, I, she was my neighbor. And so everybody else in the building kind of kept their distance from her in terms of, you know, people in general. Because she was annoying. And because <laughs> she talked so much. But everybody kind of kept their distance. And, but she was my neighbor. So I had to be, you know, cordial because your neighbor, like, you might need them to let you in your room one day. Mm-mm. So. I go find a custodian. Well, ours are nowhere to be found all the time. <laughs> so. They in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I came, you know. By her room. I think actually she came by my room first to ask me something and I was coming to follow up. And so when I walked in, I kind of walked in on her and this gentleman that we work with. I don't know why I called him a gentleman. He's 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 a slut. He's a fuck boy. Mm. <laughs> but I walk in on them. And mind you, he's the same person with the rumors of other people messing with. Oh, no. And like there he's apologizing to her for like not doing like you know i just wanted to apologize because you know you don't deserve to be treated i'm like hold up wait (laughs) we just worked together (laughs) like and when i walked in it was like like they got busted they got like super quiet and it was like oh girl like how may i help you what do you want like (laughs) and i was like oh i was just coming you know to follow up up but you know i can come back later 
That's so weird. And then she was like, then she says this to me. She says, oh, no, you're fine. He was just about to go pick up my daughter. Ma'am, why is he picking up your child? What? So that kind of confirmed. That was, I feel like that was her way of like telling me, like, yeah, like that's mine. So does he still work there? Like, yeah, he still worked there. Um, like, yeah. You don't have to update us on that story. Well, later, she like, doesn't work there anymore. I know, but, but that you doesn't know, mean you know, like she not. was, she was the one that I told you about that, like, just stopped coming to work. Yeah. Um, but I really think. Like, everybody wanted to ask. It's funny, because when she stopped coming, everybody wanted to ask him where she was. Because <laughs> everybody knew he knows. knew. Everybody knows. Everybody knew. But it was just like, it was very awkward. And I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm just going to go back over here to my room and not come out anymore. Yeah. And that's what I do. Like, people are just like... I never see you. And I'm like, I know. Because I'm minding my business. Right. Because anytime I don't, <laughs> something like that happens. And see, I and I don't want that yeah. to happen. I'm in my corner. We're not even in my corner. I'll be around. I just don't pay attention and stuff. Yeah. Until later, and somebody's much like, attention. you know, so-and-so date or so-and-so messing around. I'm like, what? <laughs> it just I'm super naive when it comes to people really? working together and messing together. Like, I think maybe my first year I was really naive about yeah. it until like I think it was my second year when it was all kind of revealed to me who was messing with who and who was, you know, who was doing what with who and like where and like I think that was really that just kind of like now I look at everybody like with suspicion almost, um, but yeah. And like I said, it's like um, I think we have a few younger people who kind of like flirt. Well, no, they were messing around for real. No, but. I've definitely seen some flirters. I've heard some rumors of teachers yeah, messing around. I have like too. I've, but seen, I've heard of yeah. a lot of older ones. Like I'm telling you, I don't want to believe them. But I mean, it happens. And it does. I'm just saying, if you're doing it, be clean about it. Oh don't yeah, don't be mess and don't be messing with everybody. I think that's my issue in my school. Like these are people who have spouses. Oh yeah, that's that's bad. Really. Um, bad. and have you know children. You know, like I'm just scared that somebody's wife is going to come to the school and set it off. And we're going to have a lockdown because somebody's wife is <laughs> Or husband. And, like, no really wives because they ain't got no husbands in the picture. And I just don't want to be, like, caught in the potential, like, you know, like, that's endangering children's lives. Like, I think that's how they should present it when people get hired. Like, you know, they do tell people, like, no fraternizing. But, like. Who listens to that? Well, I did. <laughs> I, I mean, they did, I didn't have to listen to it because I'm just not messing with nobody to that. I work with. Um, just because I like to be clear about the law, like, and no. But I think people, like, should just be a little more mindful of that, like, that you are potentially endangering children's lives. Because when your crazy baby mama or wife or living girlfriend or whoever comes up here... Or boyfriend, husband, significant other comes up here to set it off. Like, I don't want to be in the crossfire. Yeah, I heard a, um, and this is our rumor mail. We're being a little messy today. It's we okay. Because sometimes, well, 
let me t- let me just say this: if you're messing with somebody that work that you work with, you started it. So for other people to comment, <laughs> it's not messy because you started it. You did. But um, there's a story about a principal who um, that occurred to at their last school where their his ex wife now. He got married again, but his ex-wife came up to the school confronting him about his infidelities. And that's just not okay. You got to keep it's that stuff not. outside the building. Because honestly, and I and this is just for my personality, like I would feel like, okay, if this were the leader in my building and if he were ever to come and correct me on something, I may not say it, but I would definitely be thinking, like, you can't tell me how to do my job because you're too yeah. busy up here messing with somebody. Yeah. So you don't know what I do or don't do. Um, and I know I need to work on that. <laughs> yeah. Now, there are some people who want the attention. Like, yes. I had an assistant principal. She was the worst one ever. Like, oh. I can't even talk about her without getting my she was blood pressure. She was. And she would wear low cut stuff. And no. whenever she was talking to Not the middle teachers, school. she put her titties up in men's faces. <laughs> and <laughs> it's middle school, so you know these boys, their hormones are raging. And oh, so the boys gosh. would go up to her and hug her and be rubbing their head on her chest. No. Like, why are you okay with that? She started no, covering up once she had a female um, head principal. But why did it take a female head principal? You're married. You're older. You should leave. But like by you example. said, I think some women want that attention because, like, with my coworker I was telling you about earlier, like, I think that's what it was. Like, she needed that, like, that confidence boost. And I mean, there are some other women that I work with that are like that as well. Um, but. Yeah, like, I just, mm-mm, I just don't. Like, yeah. it's one thing to come to work to look nice. And, I mean, I guess we could talk about this even though it's old. Like, like the whole teacher bay scenario thing. Yeah. Like, people are like, you know, but she's just curvy. And, like, that's just her body. No, you know what you can and can't wear to work. Yeah, definitely. And that just was not a work-appropriate dress. I don't care what what business she's working in. It just wasn't a work-appropriate dress. It had nothing to do with body type. In her defense, she may have been a first-year teacher. So think back to our last episode. So she wasn't even really a teacher. Teacher assistant. They are everybody in the building's a teacher. Isn't that what they tell you? No, I've never heard that. Oh my gosh, we get told that all the time. Everybody's a teacher in the building because everyone impacts a child in different ways. So they say everyone's a teacher. Okay, I learned something new. Teachable moment. See y'all high, high school. I'm getting school. Hey, so cold. We are. Oh, we're so heartless. Look at what my mentor, my first year, taught me. <laughs> but um, there was another teacher. Oh, we call her Cookie. Now, Cookie what? is that? <laughs> no, we because she dressed like Cookie from Empire. I knew you were gonna say she that. She used to come not okay. in the outfits. Um, and don't let her. Don't catch her in the winter when she would have on the fur. Oh. With the stockings and the heels. Were they like fishnetty stockings with the patterns and stuff? Yep. Mm. Yep. And um, she just looked highly inappropriate. Like, where are you going? You were going to your eighth grade <laughs> social studies classroom. Why are you looking like that's you're going to gross. the club? And that's why, like, you see in the news. Oh. 
all of these stories about like inappropriate relationships that like teachers are right. having with students and it's really gross because I think like a lot of the times these people are just as desperate and lonely as they appear and it's sad and I don't want to talk about it anymore for these people because it's like goes down a whole other rabbit hole but it's just like I think it's important for teachers to keep a real life outside of school like Mm -hmm. that that's the balance that you need to have because in between all of these um you know school-based relationships and inappropriate interactions that people are having is just not having your own interactions outside of the workplace like find a hobby like do something like speaking of do something like my best friend was telling me she's starting to take a belly dancing class oh that's cute i think i want to go start a belly dancing class because i just you know just find something to do like to meet other people like start a podcast like we did (laughs) like do something go back to school do something right where you and not do something where you're like alone like and and you know like meet other people because i think that's really important like because I definitely made sure or have made sure this entire time that I know other people and that I spend time with other people and that I'm not just constantly obsessed with school. Yeah. And kind of piggyback on what you said about the school relationships. Now, in high school, there are definitely stories of some of the coaches messing with some of the girls. That's totally inappropriate. Now, they may have been attractive, but that is completely inappropriate. And, uh, and I feel like when I was in high yeah. school, I always, be, I think it's the way you view people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if I always you view, view people them as an adult. As an adult. And I viewed myself as a child, even when I was a senior in high school. So it was just like, you know, I always knew my position. And that's the problem. People don't play their position. Yeah. That's and what it so, boils down to. Play your position. There okay? was a teacher <laughs> at one of the schools I worked at. He was a new teacher. And he would have girls just hanging out in his classroom because no. he coached track or whatever, or coached some of the sports. And he would have girls just hanging out in his classroom, um, and they would say, "Oh, I'm going to coach so and so's classroom." That is not okay. Just no. I don't care if it was innocent. It looks bad. It does look bad. So you don't even allow them to just hang out around you because anything could happen, and they lie on you, and there's mm-hmm. your career going out the window but thinking about what you said we um having people outside of school and i will say some of the best relationships i have are with people that i met at work so yeah those things we like to call work besties yes i have a work bestie i love her like even though she doesn't go get me food every time she leaves or sneaks off campus (laughs) to get food but i still love her like she is hilarious like I think that's what you remember when I told you like my second year teaching was probably the best year. It was because yeah. I met my work bestie yeah. and like it just made everything like better because I had a work bestie. So get you one. If you don't have a work bestie, find you a work bestie like not a work bae or a work boo. Find a work bestie. Yeah. Somebody told me one of my old principals, he said that in environments like what we work in, you have to have really good relationships because it's so draining. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when you work in a high-need school, mm-hmm. you have to have a support system or, 
you are going to lose your mind. And that's yeah. where I met my work besties um, that I actually hang out with outside of work because they're cool people. Yeah. And we're actually in a group chat right now talking about something that I'm not responding to. Sorry, guys. Respond in a second. Um, but yeah. they're really good people. And, like, I think, yeah, like, I mean, me and my work bestie, we hang out outside of work a lot. Like. And it's funny because, like, as soon as, like, we started, like, hanging out and looking cool and stuff, and, like, balcony means, then, like, other people were like, I want to sit with them. Like, yeah. Do y'all <laughs> like, get called I want to be around them. <laughs> Do y'all get called boobies? No, but there have been some mean girl, like, parodies that have occurred. Um, so, like, and this is an ongoing joke with us. But, like, in faculty meetings, like, we usually, like, try to save each other a seat. No, or, you know, you know, You're not a work bestie if you don't save a seat. Right. We try bestie. to save each other seats. And, like, there have been times when people are, like, coming up to us when we're sitting next to each other. And I will jokingly say, you can't sit with us. Oh, like, correction. oh my gosh. I've definitely like, you can't sit with us. And like, <laughs> like they kind of look at me like if they know the reference, they laugh. But if they don't, they look highly offended. Yeah. And I feel it's bad. so awkward. Then you gotta wait for like, the awkward turtle to come across. Yeah, story. but like my work bestie is the best. Yeah. Like, and you can't hear the work bestie rules. Number one, you cannot go to a meeting without saving a seat. Mm-hmm. Number two, you better not walk to that meeting without me walking with you unless I'm occupied. Right. We walk see, in together. see, I think that's the difference, like, because we work at such a large school and we work in two different buildings. Oh, yeah. And we work in two different departments. So it's like a lot of the time. And see, here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Our administrators know that we're working. Oh, yeah. So we're like yeah. those two kids in class <laughs> that are best friends that you divide up and are going to talk anyway. So, like, they purposely divide us up like when we have pd mm-hmm. and they like um they assign the groups we're never in the same group yeah. like i'm in group a and she's in group d or something mm-hmm. and they never put us together but like we they better put us together the if they if they want something done they better put us together that's how that goes also number three work bestie if you go get food, you better get me food. Okay, too. so I just had to send my work bestie a um scathing Snapchat <laughs> message. Do you call them snaps or Snapchats? Huh? Are they snaps or Snapchats? Um, I call I'm them such snaps. an old lady. I call them snaps. <laughs> I had to send her a snap and was like, um, I was like, you don't love me. And then I had a bitmoji that said, I need new friends. <laughs> And she's dressed up as like, you know, it's a little bit emoji mm-hmm. where you have both characters and it's like she's dressed up like a cupcake because, OK, she also knows that I am in the midst of fasting and she like is going to get cake and cupcakes oh, and chicken man. and hooters and like, are you going to come get some wings? No, you know, good and well. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Oh, and if you go to get food from a potluck or something in the building, you should save me a seat beside you, and you should um, tell me who bought what. Save me! Oh yeah, definitely. Tell me who bought what, who brought what, or bought what, and um, save me a piece of cake. If you know I like cake, you make sure I get cake. And I think the thing is, like, maybe with my work bestie, maybe she knows that usually, like, I'm usually trying to eat something healthy, and that's why I like. Oh yeah. Because she's always, like, going Oh, here's out. a good one. I know y'all aren't in the same building, but, um, of course, middle school is 
much smaller. So if you see my copiers on the copy machine, you better grab them or we're not friends. If you know I was oh, running that stuff oh, yeah. off. That is true. Because I do that for people in my department that I like. Yeah. Or <laughs> if I'm coming to school late and the kids are waiting yes, outside my door. you better unlock my door. Exactly. <laughs> you unlock my door. Unlock my door. And we used to have to sign in, like literally like sign the paper. And now they got us. So we got like we have the Key little files. Oh, now. man. But like if you see, if you get there before me and I haven't like signed in. You need to sign. Like, yeah, I always sign in one of my friends' names and get each other breakfast. Yeah, she was always late. No, we are good for breakfast. Like we do do breakfast. Like, we don't do breakfast. Um, we do breakfast. We do like, lunch. We'll escape or something, or like going to you know some other place. Like I'll pick up something because you're not. <laughs> I don't know why this rule exists, but you're not supposed to leave the building when the kids are. I the think because they know people will leave and not come back. <laughs> But if I'm not responsible for kids at the time, if it's my planning period, I should be able to leave, go down the street to Biscuitville mm, yeah. or Bojangles and get me something to eat. No. And they will always see us walking out the building and like, where are y'all going? Um, we're going down the hall. No, in good but and well, we're the leaving thing, the building. Like, administrators and everybody else could leave to go get lunch. Yeah. Like, Some I of them would really tell us to go get teachers, it. Like, they feel like teachers won't come back. Like if you and I, we may not, but you have to make an environment <laughs> for us to come back. Right. Well, I think come back for good. Yeah. Some of them, we did have some administrators that would say, um, "I know y'all leaving. Give me something to eat," <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Or, oh, I don't know if this happened to you, but other teachers would, quote unquote, hate because. Um, Admins would show favoritism towards us. And I wouldn't even say it's favoritism, but they know we're responsible. We do our work. Our kids are not running up and down the hall. So we get to do what we want when we want. Is that favoritism? It is favoritism. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I mean, I know people who are in those elite cliques. Actually, my work, Bessie Lowkey, is because she would get... (laughs) She gets, well, I don't know if she did it this year, but she would get all of them, like, the best Christmas gifts. Yeah. And, like. Oh, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, she. I only got one. She, she used to, like, you know, like, make sure she was, she mm-hmm. appreciated them so they would appreciate her. Now, I just kept my, I did what I was supposed to do. I submitted my lesson plans. I got but to also, work on time. you're in a smaller school, so I think it's easier to yeah. notice those things. Because I feel like at my school, like, everybody, like, I feel like I do what I'm supposed to do. I'm there when I'm supposed to be there. I dress appropriately. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm doing hall duty on time. You know, submitting paperwork when I need to. <laughs> um, but I feel like there's so many uh, People just not doing what they're supposed to do that I get overlooked. Like, I feel I know how those kids in classes that, like, are full of bad kids feel. Because you get no love from me, Faith Evans. Oh, it is Play with my emotions. Play with my... Yeah. You get no devotion (laughs) and you get no love. You get no love. You get no love from me. And that's how I feel. I feel like my principals are always up running behind trying to catch somebody doing something they ain't supposed to do. I mean, because they usually could. But... That they don't notice the goodness all around them. Like, I just want them for once to, like, focus on the positive and the people who are doing the right thing. Like, I don't need a PBIS incentive for me. <laughs> like, can my, I get... No. My PBIS incentive is when you see me walking out the building, you look the other way. 
Okay, that's so low-key they do do that. Low-key they do do that for me. Okay, See? so maybe that's what it is. And there have been times where I wore jeans to work where I'm having full conversations with principals and they ain't say nothing. Yeah. Now, granted, um, there would be times that the other people would snitch or say something, but... And then they had to, like, pretend to play, like, a bad cop. Yeah. I would just be sitting there looking at them like, yeah, okay. I hear you. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, 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 womp. But really, your work relationships can make, make or break, break your oh experience Oh my gosh, get out of my head. <laughs> it really can. Because that does. one year that I hated, oh my God, the only reason I kept coming back to that classroom other than my bills <laughs> was that I worked with some really cool people. Yeah, and I mean, truth be told, I think that was the same situation for me. Like, that was the main reason I kept coming back to work because my work bestie was like, don't leave me. Like, yeah, but I left her. <laughs> but you guys still hang out though, right? We do. And then um, it was kind of like a trio. They oh. were already work besties and then I joined in. And um, two of us have gone, and we're in the same district now. And the last one, she's still there. But um, well, see, I think it's like the opposite because yeah. we were already work besties, and then she switched departments, and like we kind of became a trio. But then it's like her other like friend has left, and like she's really sad. And I feel bad because they worked in the same department, and she's like, I don't know what I'm gonna get. Like. I don't know what kind of person. Like, she's really nervous. And I don't make it better because I kind of, like, play I know. I don't make it better either. Because I'll text and say, so what's my replacement like? And she's terrible, which makes me feel good. But <laughs> <laughs> it does. Being work bestie. Having a work bestie is just, like, the best thing ever. Like, it is. It really is. So that's an appropriate. That's an appropriate yes, relationship Yes, that's an appropriate have. relationship. So find you a work bestie and not a work bae. And speaking of work bays and work booze, like, I remember this situation where I had a little get-together before. Um, kind of like a going-back-to-school thing for teachers because I do corny stuff like that. <laughs> and um, we were sitting there, and we're all kind of talking, and we're working on our, like, school-related vision boards and setting goals. For, oh, that's so I nerdy. I definitely do that because um, it's fun, and I definitely should be an art teacher, except they get cut. Right. So, <laughs> First thing to go. We love you, art teachers. Yes, we do. The arts are important. Like, support the arts. They are um, important. They're super important. They increase test scores and everything else, and it's fun. Like it's, We just know y'all get cut first. We, y'all do get cut first. It's a fact. Um right after recess yeah um but we're all gonna write to our senators we are increase school funding and we are and that leads to our next topic in a moment (laughs) oh yes in the principal's (laughs) office today guys but yeah like we're sitting there and like one of my guests says you know my work boo this is this and i really like my work boo we're like oh like like us like we're work besties like your work boo like that and she's like no like my work bae like my work crush and we're like oh oh no we want to know parts in that like <laughs> by all means like no so definitely like get you a work bestie don't get a work bae please don't get a work bae yeah. they're dangerous they can get people in trouble very much so and i've never really liked the term work husband work wife yes that's I what it was it was work husband it wasn't work boot. It was i work think husband. that is so inappropriate and i'm not married however and it seems like people like, really get it's jealous just so inappropriate and it seems like people really get jealous over that stuff too like i've 
Mm-hmm. I think it really causes some like rips and things. Because people take that too far. They and, do. Um, they it's not going down far. around here. So Mm-mm. I better not catch my man talking about my work wife. What? <laughs> you don't have a real wife, so you yeah. better not have no work wife. And I know, like, my bae, like, he works with a bunch of women at his school. And, like... He was telling me about one. I don't mean they're all older ladies. He was telling me about one lady. Don't sleep on the old bitties. Right. I mean, because I just told you guys about a cougar. But um, (laughs) she made a comment about his arms. And I was like, do I need to go over there? Like, because I feel like I just need to make my face known. That's what she needs to do. And I will say, I've been at his school several times just to let people know. Like, I met one of his coworkers at um, at a county event for the district. And, um, like, I was with one of his older coworkers, and she introduced me as his fiance. Like, yeah. She's like, yeah, this is his fiance. They're going to get married real soon. Oh, and the girl's face just, like, she dropped. She looked, and she was, like, a first-year teacher. So, it was oh, like, she I had a crush. She was, like, a oh, baby. She was, like, all of 21. <laughs> I felt so bad for her in that moment because she, like, was being messy, clearly. And I just met her, but... Um, I went back and I was like telling him that he was like, yeah, he was like, I think like, cause he had told me about her or whatever, but she's a baby. Oh, poor Tink Tink. Poor Okay. So more Speaking of Tink Tink, let's go to the principal's office. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go straight to the principal's office. We don't have any questions or emails or tweets or Facebook posts for this week. So we're going to go straight to the principal's office. Um, in the principal's office this week, we have none other than um, Betsy DeVos. Woo-woo, Betsy! And um, at the time of, well, now she is currently being confirmed or she's going through her hearing and whatnot. Review, yeah. Review. So by the time like this is uploaded, it'll probably be like decided. I hope it will be decided upon, but... I hope it will be decided that she will not be part of the office. And we're not going to get super political. But here's the thing. We both have hearts for education. I, As I said in a previous episode, I've always wanted to be a teacher. <laughs> she played school, y'all. <laughs> with a double-sided board. <laughs> and real textbooks and made lesson plans. Exactly. So if you make a mockery out of my career choice. Ooh. I have a problem with that. Snaps. I have a serious problem with that. Can they hear my snaps? Oh, okay. <laughs> but here's my issue with this lady. I'm all for school choice. I believe in school choice. I believe that parents should have... Parents... Let me back up. Forget parents. Students should have the ability to um, go with what they feel is necessary for their education especially when they get to secondary elementary of course is going to be the parents decision but Mm -hmm. secondary they definitely have it they should have a choice in um what they study from that point forward and i feel like you can give school choice without privatizing education yeah i think you can too give school choice and Honestly, my issue with her isn't even the school choice issue. No. My issue with her, and honestly, watching the clips, 
in watching everything that took place in the reading, she seems like a very nice lady. Let me preface all of this that I say and by saying ignorant. that she seems very nice and, and she ignorant. has <laughs> and she has I, I think she has well meaning intentions. However, she's hella ignorant. the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And if you listen to our previous episode, I talked about a very white town that I lived in once upon a time. And it was in Michigan. Michigan. Oh my gosh. And guess what? (laughs) That's where Betsy's from. And I'm like, is that town? Yes. Oh, wow. I'm Holland, Michigan. And as soon as I found that out, I was like, you know what? No wonder she weird as shit. (laughs) Excuse my French. Like, no wonder. Mm -hmm. Like, she's kind of deer in the headlights, confused about why her her answer choices aren't because okay like it's a very conservative town and it's also very like homogeneous like like there's not very much diversity Mm -hmm. or anything other than even like within like their whiteness it's like everybody's white and dutch it's not just like everybody's white and from different countries and ethnicities no like it's white and not at all so I kind of can like understand, I guess, a little bit of like her background, but it still makes her wrong. Like, ma'am, grizzly bears and guns, really grizzlies? Like, I'm sorry. I mean, I've had some people in buildings that look like grizzlies. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> but I've Whoa. never had a protect from real grizzlies. Like, talking about grizzly bears and guns, like, ma'am. Have you not, like, looked at the facts on school shootings ever? So we're going to start packing guns into schools just in case the odd chance that we might come across a grizzly bear. Yeah, that makes sense. Or, like, she didn't know the difference between proficiency and growth. Okay, my thing is this, because we both teach English, all right? Mm -hmm. And we teach about root words and stems. Mm-hmm. And suffix and affixes. Mm-hmm. Affixes. <laughs> That's so wrong. But anyway, we teach about all of that stuff. Like, um, so we also teach about like, you know, figuring out what words means by context clues. So you know what growth means, right? So then all you have to do is figure out what proficiency means. She didn't. And she didn't know what proficiency means. Maybe she was meant. nervous. I, okay, and that leads me to my next point. Because they were going hard. <laughs> yeah, they, they went so hard. Shout out to Senator Warren. Man, like. Senator Sanders. Like, Senator Warren went in on her. And yeah. I was just like, she set her up for the kill. because she Senator was like, Kane. She was like, you know what? We already have these rules in place. Yeah. All you have to do is enforce them. So she's like, you dumb chick, you. All you gotta do is do what we tell you to do, basically. And she was just a pole thing. Yeah. I was just like, dang. But she deserves to be in the principal's office because she know good she and well. Does. <laughs> she didn't I know I mean, nothing. if you are wanting to be in the highest seats right. and of Senator public Sanders. education and you don't understand the basics of public education. Yes. And my thing is accountability. Most yes. people don't have anything to argue about when it comes to school choice, but you have to hold these places accountable. Yes. If you want to send this money that's going away from um, public schools to private or charter schools, that has to be the same level of accountability. 
And going back to what you said about Senator Sanders, he hit the nail on the head he when did. he said, do you he think you'd be here said, if you weren't a billionaire? Right. Because it was just like, po thing. And she, she paid think, her way into that position. I think she has some soul searching that she hopefully is going to do. Um, I'm going to send her my copy of First Days of School and, or something, worksheets, don't build dendrites, like something that will help her further understand schools. But um, not schools, but just like basics of education. Right. But she because um, she, yeah. she don't know no nan, like no. at all. we had to hold these offices accountable and i think my thing about school choice and if we're going to defund all the public schools who do you think is going to work at these charter schools huh mm-hmm. guess what Liv and i are going to retool ourselves to go work at your charter schools and guess what you're probably going to have the same problem yep because you're going to have the same kids and you're going to have less accountability parents, and you're going to have less accountability and guess what when you're comparing our test scores that don't really mean anything honestly they don't yeah. tell you anything about what a child knows like a gre know. but that's another episode for Ooh, another day. jesus um <laughs> How about my test scores are expired for the GRE? And I'm so sad because I definitely don't want to take that test again. Because I had good test scores. Drop a good 200 on it. I don't want to do that at all. That's another issue in itself the cost of public education. Or the cost of education. Education, education. period. But But the thing is, like, you don't have any accountability for these test scores. And, like, you're going to have the same issue. So to me, like, school choice isn't the issue. It isn't. The issue is the foundation on which we've built American education on and the fact that we are not progressing American education in the way that other countries are. We're not We're not responding to the people that we're serving. Yeah, so one all. of the things that she did say was that she noticed in the charter schools how these teachers were able to come up with these amazing lessons like their creativity has just been unleashed because they didn't have so many rules and regulations on them. I believe you. So release the rules and regulations from regular public schools if you want to see all right. that creativity. Release some of these, um, the emphasis on test scores. On testing and test scores. If you want to see that same energy, it can happen in the public schools. Many are, it's actually already happening in a lot it of public is. schools. Um, it's, that's just not something that gets reflected on a test score. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. And I'm sure if you look at the um, charter school test scores and their teacher evaluations and so on and so forth, you would see the same, you know, something similar or similar trends. Um, or in fact, her schools are worse. But when you like, look at them on different scales you know excuse me um that's when it becomes different because like public schools are measured on a different scale than a charter school is yep and so if you want to increase the number of these charters and if you want to give public money which i'm not a fan of at all and i don't understand public school teachers being a fan of giving money to private schools but that's a different episode um i a lot of times i think that has to do with um 
with like if they have kids in private schools or well, I get that, you but know, or, or or personal interests, I guess. Yeah, really some of the teachers have on. been, but my thing is um, this: advocates like, of vouchers going to private schools, yeah. and I'm like, don't you realize that that's taking money out of your, your check? And my thing is this: if it doesn't make me dollars, it doesn't make sense, right? So therefore, I in this vein again personal interest, and I'm I'm fine to say that I am biased. That when it comes to my financial well-being, if it does not help my bank account, it don't make sense. It doesn't make sense for me to support it yep. in terms of my job in my profession. Um, but you know, different strokes, different folks. However, Betsy, you. Betsy. Betsy is not going to. Betsy ain't Betsy's not going life. back to class. Betsy's not going to ISS. I don't even think Betsy should go to OSS. I think Betsy should just be expelled. Expelled. Like, she just you know? not. She can't come to school. Try no again, more. never. This is not the this school not setting school for, for you. Um, <laughs> Maybe she should go to a charter. Yeah, she should. Her alternate. She, we should give her a choice. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Your choice is walk out. Don't come Pretty back. Pretty much. Love, don't but you're not her welcome no here, so you're not. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah, it was just kind of like a joke. And, like, I was really frustrated. But it it was a joke, but it was a terrifying joke. It was, like, a terrifying joke. real life. And I was really, like, offended. Like, I was really hurt, like, that the fact that, like, people, like, actually think, like, that little of education. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They do. Because everybody can do our job. Allegedly. Apparently. But everybody we all can. know, like, everybody knows a teacher who sucked in their inner core because they are not able to teach because I truly believe this that you either got it or you don't yeah. like you either have the gift of teaching or you do not have the gift of teaching yeah. and we've all had a horrible college professor who knew what he knew but he just was a horrible teacher yeah and I bet there's so many people out there now who may be listening because we may have a wider audience than educators but who probably want to teach but they're afraid because it just yeah. doesn't add it up. Doesn't, it just don't add up. It the don't money just doesn't add right. up. And I, I get it. I understand. But there are probably some amazing teachers out there right now being corporate drones or yeah. you know, doing something right. that they have no passion doing in. Doing something they have no passion and in. And we out here, the passionate folks... Trying, struggling. Struggling to get Starbucks. Keep, like, you know? Look, they're like working as like Hebrew slaves out here. And... We just we scrambling. We just trying to make it. That's it. And love on these kids that are not our own, who come with all these problems and issues. Yeah, I'm quick to tell they not mine. <laughs> you are not. I am not your mama. I'm not your mama. I did not birth you. Um, because if you, I did, you wouldn't we wouldn't be, be having right. these problems right now. Know that. But, but Bessie. you're expelled. Yeah, and um, bye, Betsy. Hopefully, you know we get. Our wish. I know a lot of people are signing petitions and protesting. I don't think I've really seen too many teachers hit the streets over this one, but I'm about they that. working. Right, we working. Like I'm about that life though. Me too. If you out here and you you know, if depending on the results we get by the time this episode comes out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll probably send her back to the principal's office because I'm sure she'll yeah, do something else. Because she said a lot of crazy stuff. She said a lot of bogus 
crazy stuff. And then she just talked in circles. And that was the thing that made me not like her. Because I was like, you know what? Aside from the fact that she didn't know nothing, I was like, you seem like you a nice lady, me? but you talk, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but you talk in circles. And I can't stand when people talk in circles. Like, I want you to shoot straight with me. And if you don't know, tell me you don't know. And at one point, she did tell them that she didn't know. <laughs> and they still weren't like, having it. Like, Gosh, but she just like was talking in circles. I don't even know who it was, what question it was, mm. but I don't, I can't stand when people talk in circles because that mm. means you lying to me and don't lie to me. I can tell you lying. <laughs> um, so that's that for this episode of school. Yeah. Guess. Here's the moral of the story don't get a work bay. You can don't have a work bestie, not a work bay. Spread the love in your building among your work besties and to the kids, of course, um, in an appropriate, in an appropriate way. <laughs> Show your love through your passion of teaching and love yourself enough to like not to come to school correct. Be thirsty at work. <laughs> Don't Ooh. be work thotting and thirsty. I have a new idea for us, but I'm not going to announce it on the podcast because. Somebody may take our idea, right? And then we won't get paid. So, if you want to hear about it, you can tweet us. (laughs) So you can email us your questions, comments, concerns to schooled underscore. It's not underscore. (laughs) It's schooled pdcast at gmail dot com. You can tweet us, and you can find us on Facebook. And um, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week at school. What do you want? What do you want? Can I ask you what do you want?